Bob, after a two-week hiatus, we're back uh, sitting atop the Wheatley Administration building here at Georgia Southwestern with the latest version of What's in the Cup podcast. And uh, we managed to miss the really nasty cold weather, and we're back on a beautiful Friday afternoon. It's been an outstanding week here at the university, and uh, we are thankful for that, thankful that we don't live in Texas and uh, didn't have to suffer through some of that. But we are glad to be back with the What's in the Cup podcast. And I'm really excited today to have with us here in the office, uh, Luke Ellis, the Assistant Director of Recruiting, Recruitment and Admissions. Luke, good to have you here. And Shalisha Williams, the Academic Success Counselor. Uh, Glad you guys could join us today. We are going to spend some time talking about uh, what you guys do, uh, but also where you do it, which is a very exciting new addition to campus. And so looking forward to hearing uh, how you guys are adapting to your new location and how students are adapting to the new location as we opened up Kane Central uh, what a week ago. Yeah, One exciting week. stuff. It's amazing it's only been a week, but thank you for, for having us. We're, we're really glad to be here. And now you guys moved in a little bit ahead of the actual ribbon cutting, right? So you've had a couple of weeks in there. Yeah, yes, sir. So uh, we were we've been in there. This is our our we'll, we'll, this will be our full second week. Is that right? Yeah. So yeah. we moved in the week like the Thursday before homecoming. Yeah. I think everybody was really nervous that we had so much stuff we wouldn't be unpacked by homecoming, yeah. which is probably not wrong. We have a lot of stuff. You have a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Uh, I think I think we were all surprised at the uh, amount of stuff that we put in the new building, you know? And it's like, I guess it's like any thing you, you buy, when I buy a house or I guess when other people build a house, you think you've built enough closets and, and all of a sudden you're still got stuff in the garage and you're like, how did I, how did we not get this? Where are we? <laughs> and while you were packing up, you threw stuff away and it still yeah. multiplies. It's incredible. It is absolutely it's incredible. Amazing. Mm-hmm. The uh, our custodial staff is probably wondering how we still had stuff to move after we 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 kind of uh, rid ourselves of some some stuff that was out of date. Yeah, it's it's been great, and I know that moving is tough. Uh, it's uh, it's it's unsettling uh, in your personal life. It's unsettling when you move house to house or apartment to apartment or whatever. Uh, it's it's unsettling at work too, and. Um, trying to get re reaccustomed and uh but also you're trying to serve students and and do your job and things aren't where they're supposed to be or where they used to be and so uh i know that that you guys have been dealing with that for the last couple of weeks and uh, hopefully it's starting to feel like a comfortable sweatshirt over there absolutely so it doesn't smell like a comfortable sweatshirt oh no not at all we haven't got the bad smells in there yet it's too new for that but the best part is i know i now know where everything is yeah yeah like two months two weeks ago i didn't know where everything was now i do now you do well you probably put it there yeah Yeah. (laughs) it really helps out a lot you know well, very good. We like to get started each week with some discussion of student success, uh, which seems even more appropriate than normal this week because of our guests. Uh, but we start with where we're headed for enrollment uh, because of, of Luke's great work. Uh, uh, the number of accepted applications are up 
over 21 percent yeah that's really impressive that's a that's a really good number and we've been up each of the last two years before this year so think back to what we were three years ago and how many more accepted applications we have uh, is pretty remarkable because you know 21 percent is really good growth Absolutely. but that's coming on top of two other years of really good growth so uh, really excited that uh, a lot of those things that you guys are implementing over there are starting uh, to take hold one of the things that we've noticed uh, and luke certainly you can explain this a little bit better for us but the number of applications is down but the number of complete and accepted students is up so how do you kind of square those numbers sure so i'll be the first one to admit when you look at those when you look at the data and you look at them separately like there's a number that makes you want to tighten your straitjacket there's a number that makes you want to pop champagne and then a number that makes you want to go for the grab for the jack daniels or stuff so it's it's all very maddening but um the one the one number i will say that is pretty a good indicator is the deposit number and the deposit number is right on track as we like to have it uh but in regards to the discrepancy and the inversion of the other numbers is the way that we've had to travel and the way we we haven't been able to recruit yeah. you got to think a lot of applications throughout the entire state of georgia uh comes in the month of november which is applied to college month and in november there were so many schools that were either hybrid or they they were they had to dismiss early they yeah. dismissed late or they were trying to prepare for thanksgiving to make sure they didn't have an outbreak so that really threw off those numbers and then of course not being able to be there and you know talk about it push application uh, opportunities right. and application waivers right. no really recruitment fairs this year right I, very little so um pretty much uh if it's a public school uh they've especially in this area they've been on lockdown which i totally get i totally yeah. understand right. it i i thought that i could probably sneak into a couple of them because i you know i know the entire administration but even they said they can't have special treatment for me so i yeah. I, I understand all that of course but uh, some of the private schools have let us in and then there have been like one college did a college fair a real college fair wow we were there it was exciting that very Exciting. Absolutely. Yeah, after two years of not doing it, I'm Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. So, well, so yeah. So it's been a really weird year. Um, the numbers are weird, but they're they're promising for yeah. sure. And and that's you know that's what we want to make sure we understand is that uh, there are a lot of factors that that are kind of up in the air right now. And uh, high a lot of high schools are not in class. They're doing like you said hybrid or whatever. And so uh, for the for the number of applications that are complete and accepted to be up so high indicates that that something's working right even with a smaller number of total applications we're getting more people through the process and and that's uh, certainly a good sign so really pleased about that uh, star res our brand new housing application and uh, I don't know what else it does you can I don't know if it, uh, room assignment and who knows what all but that's up and running if, if i heard correctly are you familiar i'll be honest i know it's close i don't know if it's been released i know there and i probably shouldn't speak because i don't know everything but i know it's i know that we don't let that stop I, us on the what's I, in the right, pod, podcast we just right. you know <laughs> we bob you, do you have the disclaimer are you going to put that out for us but no um 
I, I know they're test. I know it's in the final stages of testing. So I, I know if it's not out yet, it's going to be really, really soon. I, I talked to somebody on the sidewalk this morning and they said it was uh, up and running uh, this week and that uh, hopefully by March 1st, which I guess is Monday or something like that, students will be able to go in and, and uh, register. So um, I, I assume Star Res, and again, let's just, since we don't know anything about it, we'll just talk and, and make it up as like we go it. along. But I assume it's for both incoming new students, but also our current students should be able to go in there and, and do whatever they need to do to make sure they can stay on campus next year. So. Yes, and it, it does this amazing thing with the algorithm to where it'll identify if a student is a transfer or continuing and also new. Yeah. Um, and, and I misunderstood the question. I thought you meant as in when the students would get the information. So I apologize about oh, that. I think, it, yeah, it's up and running and uh, you'll be able to tell students soon that they can go in there and get it done. So, uh, and then preview day, we have another preview day coming up, uh, not this Saturday, not tomorrow, but a week from tomorrow, March 6th. Uh, is that our last preview day or it is not, not. we have we have two more two can you more. believe it Very i good. mean you know when you have a good thing going you have to do it at least eight times least. right you know right. Uh, but one update on preview day is it will be in the nursing building in march just because we have everything all the everything else going on There's, it's going to be it's, we love doing preview days on really busy saturdays well, you picked the busiest saturday i can think of Tell we you have what. The teacher fair is going on on March 6th. So 20 school districts will be here recruiting our uh, education majors to come to work for them. We'll be hosting the GISA state basketball tournament. And I assume Saturday will be the finals of the, both the women and the men in different categories. So there'll be games all day on Saturday. And... We are hosting the baseball reunion and the ribbon cutting for the baseball, softball, indoor practice facility. Uh, so, yeah, you picked a good day. Got to capitalize on excitement. You have to. There, there will be cars everywhere. Parking will be limited. And uh, I'm sure we'll find some cars parked on the grass somewhere. Absolutely. And, uh, it drives me nuts. That that's what happens but i certainly understand and uh, we're just glad to have that many people coming to campus and so uh, we're looking forward to that preview day and and uh, really looking forward to storm days those are some of my favorite because that's when they're really coming here to get enrolled and uh, the excitement is in their eyes and they're starting to think about this is really going to happen for me and so uh, so shalisha i guess that's really when you right kind of pick them up right is yes. that Okay. <laughs> that is when we come in and we do our thing as the first year experience department. Yeah. Yes. So storm day is really when you start to, to meet these students and make sure they get off to a great start. Yes, we get them in and we try to make sure that everyone has a class schedule ready. We've been talking about some different things that we can do at storm days to make sure that our students kind of understand um, academics a little bit better as they're coming into the university. Um, I know as the success counselor, a lot of the students that I work with are students who have faced some academic challenges here on campus as new students. And so we want to try to combat that when they come in. And so we've been talking about different ways that we can get them to know things about financial aid a little bit earlier and academic policy a little bit earlier so that when they come in as new students, they'll already 
be aware of these things. Yeah, it's a big transition. We it don't, is. We it don't is. think about it because we work here every day and we've kind of been doing this for a long time. But yes. for a family, who, and in many cases, they, they might be the first student in their family yes. to go to college mm -hmm. and uh, start thinking about the words that we use, the registrar. What is a registrar? And how do you know where <laughs> yes. to find one? Mm -hmm. The bursar. What, what is a bursar? Yes. Where are they, right? The comptroller. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, very confusing. Uh, we understand the language. Um, it's not always as easy as we make it sound. And, uh, and so your job of really helping them navigate that becomes so critical. Yes, it yeah. does, it does. Um, I know right now, for instance, um, the first year experience department, we're doing what we call check-ins. We did it in fall semester with all incoming freshmen. And right now we're working specifically with those students who did face some academic challenges fall semester and trying to make sure that they're getting on that pathway to success here in spring semester. So we're just taking touching base with them midterms the official date is march 10th so we're trying to get them in and seen and make sure that there's nothing in particular that they may need or if there is something that they do need we can assist them with that right now yeah you know i met with a student this morning who uh, had had needed some help on campus mm -hmm. and i said well have you talked to your department head they didn't know what it, they didn't know what a department head was well okay mm -hmm. well have you talked to the dean i don't know i still don't know what you're talking about you know, so our structure is, it makes a whole lot of sense to us, right? Department yes. head, dean, provost, mm -hmm. president. We got a very nice structure. But to a, to a student, mm -hmm. I just go to that class and I need some help and I don't <laughs> yes. know who to talk to. And, uh, mm -hmm. and so we've got, you know, that's, that's where you come in. Right? That's where we break come that down in. For them. Yes, that's where we come in at FYE. I know our name is First Year Experience, but we service all students. As the Academic Success Counselor, I do everyone. And so whenever I see a student who may be on campus and they may be confused about something, I tell them, you can come by and talk to me. I tell the students in my class that all the time. If you feel there's something that you don't feel comfortable speaking with someone with about, come over to FYE and we'll assist you. Yeah, and, and uh, we're going to get to this in just a second second but mm -hmm. Kane Central yes should help right it, okay it let's talk will. about that in just a second I want to make sure I get a couple of these other things um, everyone on campus I hope has been reading their email uh, we announced earlier this week and certainly uh, I think it was last week the the Chancellor announced and the governor and the Speaker of the House and the Lieutenant Governor all announced that they're going to provide a $1,000 bonus to uh, all full-time employees that make uh, less than $80,000 a year. And so uh, that, that bonus will be available on the March paycheck. And so we're looking forward to uh, making that available. Uh, I, you know, if I made 80,000 on the dot, I'd, I'd try to figure out how I could <laughs> to get a dollar taken off my salary uh but there always has to be a cutoff somewhere right and uh but anyway I, I i don't know who out there might be right on that number but that would be uh that would be a sad thing um but these uh these bonuses are coming out of the higher education emergency relief funds that the federal government provided to uh higher education institutions across the country georgia southwestern's portion of that was about 3.4 3.5 million dollars and uh, we are in uh, very soon we will be sending out uh, checks to students 
who uh, are eligible to receive their portion of those funds. And so I think 2,461 students approximately, not to be specific, uh, are eligible for those funds. Students who were Pell eligible will receive uh, around $490 and students who were non-Pell eligible will receive around $300. And so those checks should be going out as well uh, in the near future. And I, I hope that will help students with some of their costs associated with going to school, whether it's uh, proctored tests or books or extra gasoline for their car or whatever the case might be. Uh, and then of course, all of us are watching and wondering if um, President Biden will uh, get the $1.9 trillion uh, relief package through both the House and the Senate. I think they're going to talk about passing that out of the House today. Uh, but that does include additional funding for higher education. And uh, Georgia Southwestern, of course, would be included. It actually is a, a higher number. The, the, eight, the, the, the last package included $21 billion for higher education. This package includes $35 billion for higher education. So we would anticipate that we would see even a uh, a little bit larger uh, package, and 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 that's important. Um, I saw today that uh, Penn State University, obviously a huge institution, but they announced that they that COVID uh, has cost them four hundred million dollars, four hundred million dollars. So all of us uh, have all, all institutions have experienced uh, costs associated with. Um, COVID and uh, adapting and uh, adopting new ways of, of doing what we do. And so these funds do help. They, they really allow us to, uh, one, recover some of the lost revenue or, or some of the additional expenses that we've had, uh, but it also helps us continue to modify and create more safety uh, across campus. So uh, we're, we're certainly hopeful that that will pass and that we will get access to that money. Um, and I, I mentioned this just, um, I don't know, maybe to make us feel a little bit better. Uh, I, just this week, uh, Wesley College announced that they were eliminating 50 faculty positions. Point Park University is uh, eliminating 17 faculty positions. Wyoming, University of Wyoming is going to drop 11 academic programs. Uh, Dartmouth announced this week that they were closing two of their libraries on campus. Um, you know, we've been, I think, very fortunate here at the university. Um, we were able to reopen pretty quickly. We were, we've been able to provide some face-to-face -face classes and some virtual, and our enrollment has grown. And so we, we are not in a position where we are eliminating positions or, uh, or, or making dramatic changes to our academic programming. And so uh, I hope that uh, everyone realizes that uh, while, while it's not perfect and it, it is a struggle, and we're certainly uh, not sitting on piles of cash by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, we, it could be worse and uh, we could be in a much more difficult position. Our, our community has been very positive and our state has been very positive. And uh, I saw uh, yesterday I got an email, the state, uh, Georgia state budget uh, collections, tax collections, uh, revenue projections for December 
were up 7.7% over last year. January was up 7.5% over last January. And uh, for the fiscal year, uh, state collections are up 6.3%. And now, and now we're getting into uh, late February, March when, when COVID really hit. And those months saw a dramatic decline in revenue. And obviously this year, we're not gonna see that dramatic decline. So we anticipate that this fiscal year will be very, very positive, uh, even if the economy doesn't improve over the next three or four months, because uh, a year ago, it was, we, we all got locked down. And so the fact that the state budget recovered in an outperformed months from last year that were not COVID affected uh, indicates that the economy is doing very well in Georgia and that's certainly a positive. So a lot to look forward to and uh, we're certainly uh, hopeful and thankful for the, the state and their support of Georgia Southwestern. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit about Keynes Central. Let's talk first of all about the building. You've been in it two weeks. Just talk about what it's like is it a good building do you like being in there what's the what's the feel what's the you know what's 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 going on in there i i love it i think it's great um i was a student here from 2003 to 2008 and if you're good at math that's right i took a victory lap but <laughs> and it was uh the old ace building and it looks completely different uh it i have a little bit of nostalgia because our big collaborative uh room is uh, where one of the uh, was one of the rooms where i took a lot of my online quizzes when mm -hmm. i was uh when i was doing the good old web ct days mm -hmm. i still i'm still thankful for the web ct crash of 2004 um, <laughs> I, I know it folks are not i'm sorry about that but it, it benefited me in a couple of classes but um but no i think it's great i love the building uh, I, I don't want to take all the all the awesome parts about it, so I want to let Shalisha chime in. But um, the, I think we both agree that the bottle filler is really awesome. Yes, we talked about I mean, that this morning. Yes, you know, I, and and if anybody's really concerned and worried, we have saved 160 bottles of water from being thrown away. So, great news, folks. Great news. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. I absolutely love the building. I love the modernized feel, to, feel of the building. I graduated from Georgia Southwestern as well in 2013, and it looks totally different. You know, that building has always been a building that did student services, but now that we have so many other um, student services departments in there, I think it's going to be great and very beneficial for the students. Um, I love the openness of the building. Um, very light and airy, I would say. Um, I love how much light the building lets in it, and it's a very comfortable environment. I think that when the building was being designed, they really did take in consideration the employees and what we'll be doing in there. You got those um, desks that let up and let down, and so that's really great as well. Yeah. Do you like to work standing up or sitting down? I prefer sitting down, but I like the option to stand up as well. If I yeah. need to get up and stretch and move around, it's definitely beneficial. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I didn't think I would really use the standing feature a whole lot. But um, I have a great seat in the house. I have a nice window where I can see a lot of beautiful nature. You do. Um, and <laughs> the sun is bright in the morning. So I have noticed that if I stand up, the sun hits me on the chest and it's not in my eyes. So I stand up and I really like it. I mean, 
I'm super pumped that we have that. And mm-hmm. I know I've, I make some jokes every once in a while, and none of them are good. But like <laughs> the best part about that building, one of the things I love about it is the furniture. I know I know that's, that's kind of wild that you would say the furniture is awesome. But like, and it's really exciting, too, because as of being from GSW, uh, spending time there, it's probably the first time new furniture has been in that building in probably 35 years. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. that's it's. And then the way they opened up the top, to piggyback off what you said, walking through there, I have never seen so much light Mm -hmm. in that room, in that building. And what they, the architect and the contractors, they did an incredible job. Phenomenal. I love going in there. It's awesome. Yeah, I think that the nice thing for me about the furniture is that it's all mobile. It is. So if you want a small group of three people, you can create a seating area that fits you if you want a group of 10 people you can pull in more furniture it's all on casters or wheels and 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 you know things that look like a footstool can become a chair and things that look like a corner piece can you know i mean it's just very um, adaptable and and i think that really creates the opportunity for students to use the building in a variety of ways and uh and so for you guys so so what's the traffic like is are students coming in are you seeing uh, a lot of traffic in the building? The traffic is definitely starting to pick up some. I've seen students come in, they come in and they study, they hang out. Um, tutoring is over there, so we have students coming in and meeting with tutors and getting tutoring and stuff. So it's definitely starting to pick up, and I know it'll be picking up in the next couple of weeks once midterms hit. As so. midterms, that's yeah. right. So tell us, tell us about the things that students can do in the building. Just kind of do a rundown of, of some of the services that are available there, uh, starting with uh, admissions and recruiting sure. and admissions, right? It starts I, to where we start with students, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And and I, I think I, I really like the model and, and what we're doing. So students can come in there. Uh, and on our end, they're they're doing they're turning in their last minute documents. They're uh, meeting with admissions counselors. They're, we're also able to do. It's it's nice that they have the the huddle rooms because we're doing more virtual events, um, and they are uh, they are unique in their own way. So having that opportunity and uh, is great as well. Um, we're hosting. We we have now moved all of our campus tours to Kane Central, so we're hosting campus tours there. Oh, um, and the tour room is awesome. I don't know who designed it, but I'm going to give them a firm handshake or a nice hug, whichever one they prefer, uh, because that is the coolest room ever. Um, and then, of course, also um, our daily activities. So we're able to really to hone in and do everything that we typically do uh, a little bit differently, but I think it's going to be nice. Um, students can, of course, and I won't steal all your thunder, but uh, can uh, can check with FYE. They can pay their bill at student accounts, um, and then they can also go upstairs to financial aid, check their status. Um, and then, of course, we have our our, uh, our career our career center upstairs as well so if they need a, and tutoring and tutoring as well absolutely so everything all in one okay and we've heard that it doesn't that first year experience is not limited only to first year students right it's so students that uh, have been with us for a year or two that still need uh, financial aid assistance or to pay their bill at the student accounts window or to talk to somebody in first year experience. They can go in the building and still and get all those things done, right? Yes, they can come right on over and get those things done again. Um, no matter what, if a student just needs something or they just need someone to talk to, they can come over and speak with someone over in first year experience. Um, we're there for tutoring. We're there for academic advising, academic counseling. Um, for me, I work with students to try to get them to different um, services that we may have on campus so if you need 
mental health services. If you just need to speak with a counselor, I can guide you to those places. And everyone else in first year experience can do that as well. So if you're a student and you're looking for those things, come over to Kane Central and we can get that for you. Yeah. And, and, I, and, and I, I just think having a lot of these services in the same building and, you know, instead of saying, oh, you need to go talk to somebody in financial aid. Well, you need to you need to go out on this sidewalk and walk three buildings over and then go in that one door that's kind of, you know, back behind that bush. And they're there, you know, when I mean, you can just take them right there. And so uh, the, the, the handoff and the mm -hmm. transition from office to office is so much easier, right? Absolutely. And especially now with uh, the pandemic, because now you have to say, but don't go in that side door that's, that, that's closest <laughs> to you. You have to go around uh -huh. the building and go in the back yeah, door. Yeah. Uh, you're like, what happens if I do this? You're yeah. just going to be disappointed because it's locked. But, um, and now, one thing I'm really, I'm really excited about, and I'm kind of nerdy on this, but Qless, that queuing system, I, I have, I have, I worked at a place one time that had a one-stop shop and basically you were in line for like six hours. It was four lines and you visited all your places, but it took you, you got there at 10, you got done at three o'clock and you were yeah. tired. Yeah. But with Qless, you can sign up an appointment. You can be in all four lines. You can push your time back. I mean, you can really manage your time and you don't have to stand in line. You can sit in the egg chair and kind of like, and chill and relax. Right. You can so, sit down, do your homework or, or study or absolutely play video games or whatever you absolutely. want to do. So yeah. that is, one of my favorite yeah. parts that we haven't really fully got to experience we're using it now but there's only two departments so it's yeah. not as it's not being utilized as much but it beginning, will beginning next week Woo! yeah yeah and and uh i i think this is correct again we like to talk about things i don't know much about but uh the idea is you're supposed to be able to operate within our banner system through a wireless uh, connection, so you should be able to take your uh, laptop or your uh, iPad or whatever, and and sit in a huddle room and and actually get things done in uh, our banner system. And that's a new addition, being able to do that wirelessly. And so I hope that also helps uh, get some work done in a, in a more comfortable uh, and and student friendly way. Yeah, you don't have to go sit at a desk and you know you know turn your computer around and you know some of that weird stuff that. Uh, we don't do anymore in real life. And I can confirm you can do that. Right now you have to use VPN. I think they'll, they're, the seamless connection is going to happen in a week or so. But one thing that's really cool, the, the huddle rooms that have TVs, I don't know what you call it, Bob. They have a caster, so you can cast your image on the TV yeah. so they can see what you're seeing, see. which I think that's really awesome. So. Yeah. No, that's and again, that's you know, I think one of the things we wanted to do was mirror what we're seeing out there in in retail, you know, and, and when uh, you know when I go into the AT&T store, uh, I sit down, my name is on the screen, I'm waiting in line, and I'm sitting at some table, and when it's my turn, I don't have to go get up and go see somebody. Somebody comes to me and sits down at my table, and they got their laptop or whatever and they say okay look, what are we going to do today and uh, I said so I think we're trying to mirror the way that we're interacting with other services across our our, our economy and uh, I really think that students will respond to it and I know it's a new way of operating for for you and uh, and that's always tough to change the way you do things and so um, I, I know that you guys will fight through that and and uh, do it with a smile on your face I'm sure uh, especially on the What's in the Cup podcast. Absolutely. A smile on your face. but <laughs> Dr. Weaver, um, we love change. We can't get enough of it. <laughs> well, I appreciate you saying that, but uh, we do know that it's tough and we know that it requires uh, 
mental toughness, right? Uh, you it have is. to you have to be committed, and, and you got to know that it's going to be better mm-hmm. uh, on the other side. Yes. And uh, there's some great stories about that, but mm-hmm. I won't get into those today. I do want to thank uh, all the folks that helped move. Uh, I know that you guys had a lot of help moving uh, furniture, moving your stuff, moving file cabinets. Uh, it was not easy work, and so we want to thank everybody who helped. Uh, get that done and we want to thank the IIT group who set up all the computers got uh, all the monitors working and are still working obviously in there trying to get all these things done and um, it, it has been a, a pretty heavy lift uh, to get that building up and running if I remember right um, IT got the building or got access to the building about 10 days before the grand opening uh, so uh, not a whole lot of time to get everything working and up and running, but they did a great job. And so I want to thank them for that. A couple other people I wanted to mention uh, are basketball coaches, uh, Justin Payne with the um, Lady Hurricanes and Aaron Coombs with our men's team. Um, They have both um, qualified for the conference tournament. Uh, the women will be the four seed in the conference tournament. The men will be the three seed in the conference tournament. That starts next week. Uh, we are the only school in the Peach Belt Conference to have both our men's and women's teams in the conference tournament. This year, they reduced the number of teams from eight that get into the conference tournament to four. So not only did it make it harder to get in, but you had to be one of the top four teams in the conference. And uh, so both of those coaches are in their second year here at the university and just a, a really great job of, of uh, elevating our teams and, and competing at a very high level. So we wish them and their teams the best of luck uh, next week in the Peach Belt Conference Tournament. We're looking forward to uh, more excitement out of those two teams. A couple things coming up uh, next week. Well, really, one of them's happening this week and next week, the Momentum Uh, approach summit it's virtual this year a lot of people across campus are involved in that and working with the university system of georgia to continue to develop our momentum year approach to student success and helping them get off to a good start right make sure they take 15 hours make sure they get math and english in their first year make sure they take nine hours in their uh, first year in their major and within their first year of study you you know all those things right yes Yes. uh, we uh we uh, are very excited because it does seem to, to make a real difference for students. They get off to a better start. And uh, so we, we got a lot of people involved in that. And then uh, the College of Business and Computing is launching a leadership program with a dinner uh, next week. Uh, I think it's on Tuesday night. Larry Comer, one of our uh, local entrepreneurs, will be the uh, featured speaker. And, and John Stovall has been putting that together uh, over in the College of Business. So uh, appreciate the work and I'm excited to uh, to be there and looking forward to hearing uh, Larry Comer and his uh, discussion. And uh, just earlier today, we uh, finished a meeting of the post-pandemic task force, which has been meeting, uh, started meeting last semester and really talking about the GSW experience. What do we want it to be? What is it? Uh, and how do we enhance it? And what have we learned during the pandemic that will allow us to continue to uh, adapt and adopt uh, new strategies that will make the GSW uh, experience even better? Both of you are graduates of the university and, and um, great examples of what can happen uh, to people who 
graduate from here. So I know that you'll want the experience to be as good as it can be. And you are uh, certainly important in making that happen. So um, lots of stuff happening and, and a lot of uh, good things. I, I saw a note the other day that I wanted to, to mention. Uh, it's, not a, it's not a real warm and fuzzy positive note, but you know, one of the things that we have talked about here at the university a lot uh, recently is trying to get a more diverse faculty. Uh, we, we, are, we are not very diverse on the faculty side of things. And I saw a note uh, the other day that struck me and it, it helped me comprehend some of the challenges that we're up against. But between 2010 and 2019, so a decade, the number of black PhDs increased by less than 1%. So uh, in our world where we're trying to hire and find more uh, diverse faculty members, the pool is not growing fast enough. And so as we talk to our students about success, about opportunity, uh, we have uh, about 30% of our students are African-American or black. And we, you know, maybe we should be talking to them about the opportunities that uh, exist for them if they uh, want to pursue uh, being a college uh, faculty member and, and get involved in that. Uh, but I think that's the kind of intentional uh, behavior that we're going to have to have at our level to increase the pool, grow the pie, so to speak, so that we then will have access to people who will want to work here. And, um, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's, I think, the responsibility of all institutions is to really start talking to people about, look, here's an opportunity. Why would you not think you could do this? And uh, it's, you know, to want to do it, but not have the resources to do it is, is a, a critical uh, element. So as we talk about student success and we talk about coaching them and helping them find their way, I thought this was a, a great example of where uh, if we don't take charge now of saying, here's a pathway for you to be successful, then uh, we won't solve the problem by just saying we need to hire more because that you know it starts with creating more so anyway I thought that was a, an interesting note that made me think about our job and our role uh, with our student population uh, there, there's got to be quite a few young men and women who would say hey that does sound like a, a path for me and we just have to open their eyes to that and so anyway I, I know that you are both working on that and, uh, and and I know it starts at the very beginning and it starts every time they sit in your office and you uh, talk to them about what might happen in their life and so we appreciate uh, the work that you guys do and and uh, really uh, are excited about the new space I'm glad that you guys like it uh, I'm glad that it's comfortable and and, and uh, effective in accomplishing your goals and we look forward to uh, a really uh, exciting time over there in Kane Central and, and uh, you guys will make it your own very quickly. It'll become comfortable. So thank you for your work and um, we are looking forward to another great week next week. Uh, as I mentioned, lots of uh, busy things happening and next Saturday is going to be a zoo around here. So uh, if you don't have anything to do, if you're not connected to any of those things, you should come on Saturday just to watch uh, to see what goes on on a Saturday afternoon here at GSW. So anyway, hope everybody has a great weekend and uh, we'll be back next week to talk more about Georgia Southwestern. <laughs>